Ronnie Blakely, Robert England, and you're listening to Deep in the Horror of Texas with your hosts, Ralph, Jeff, and Nathan. You gotta be fucking kidding. Episode of Deep in the Horror of Texas. I'm Nathan. I'm Jeff. And this is Ralph. And let's do lunch. Oh, good for you. <laughs> good for us indeed. We're getting out of Nightmare Land. This yes. is the last finally. <laughs> oh. I don't know about you guys. This has been fucking rough. <laughs> yeah, this was a rough series. I don't know why, but yeah, tonight we're talking about Wes Craven's new nightmare. And I was shocked that this was. I was shocked that this was. This was in 1984. This caught me off guard. That I thought. I know. I thought New Nightmare was like 2002, 2000. No, no, no. I knew it was in the 90s, but I didn't know it was that early. Four. Yeah, I was like, shit. I thought it was like 96, 97. Yeah, I should have sworn it was like around that time. But yeah, Yeah, that's shocking. So Wes Craven comes back. They finally paid him his royalties and everything. Him and Rob Shea smoothed everything over and. Uh, it just so happens he was kind of very writing a, a Nightmare on Elm Street Street script for for the series before he actually got greenlit for this. That's fortunate for him. Yeah, I mean because I mean he wouldn't do Scream till like '96. Yeah, so it was kind of interesting that he would even go back to Nightmare at all. Because after Freddy's dead, you kind of like where do you go? And then this is just so. Uh, I don't know, like reality television, MTV, real world kind of. It's very A and E movie, mm-hmm. especially how it's shot. Yeah, yeah like the look of the film. This is not great cinematography, but uh, I guess we can get right into it because I, I really enjoy the script on this one. So got you. It's, it takes you out of the normal Freddy shit that you're used to and brings you into a reality lore, if you would. I didn't know if I wanted to. Ca- I wanted. Development, you know. I guess I, I didn't want to get thrown into Heather Langenkamp, you know, getting driven around to you know like Today Show and stuff like that. I was like, okay, what the fuck am I in for? Okay, she has a Who's son. Who's interviewing her twenty years <laughs> after the movie? <laughs> How do you feel about Freddie being dead? Well, you know, <laughs> like, oh god, there's Robert. Oh, there's my baby. <laughs> there's Robert. Yeah. Get on the spotlight. Jeez Louise. Oh, I, you know they love you, too. <laughs> yeah, you're rating right up there with yeah. who? <laughs> what, Winona Ryder? Who am I rating up there with? Where's where's the, the, the fucking plateau of this? Who Who's rated what? And where do I stand? So what do you got going on, Heather? I got some really off-off-off-off-Broadway stuff yeah. going for me. You know? Actually, I'm playing somebody in my son's school musical. <laughs> I'm very busy, Rob. Very. Very, very busy. Second tree background. <laughs> <laughs> She's the tree. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Let's see how Robert feels about this. Everybody! 
<laughs> You're all my children now. God. <laughs> and, I mean, the development. Uh, I love after that that Roberts out in the hallway signing a shit ton of autographs and she just kind of squeezes by and is walking through nobody's asking for her autograph. For my autograph. Well, I see how it is, you sons of bitches. I killed a fucking child pedophile. Nobody fucking gives me fucking kudos. (laughs) I love that the entire crowd not knowing that Robert, like, imagine if they had like a horror movie star on like Oprah and the entire audience is dressed as that horror movie. Yeah. That didn't happen. No. When no. does that happen? God, no. Mm. Maybe, like, back in the Phil Donahue days when you'd go to, no. like, you'd have, like, members of the Manson family, like, in the... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, we are, like, We're talking Geraldo and the KKK. So dudes. what's going on in your mind? You actually have them in the crowd, too, because they had to bring their uncles, and, you know, it's hard to get... You can't take the trailer park. <laughs> it's, it's a difficult process. You need permits, people. <laughs> you really do. God. I mean, it, it's so, it's, it's weird. It is weird. But it, they set up uh, Heather's uh, husband is like a special effects Chase. guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then her son. Was it Chase? I kept thinking it was Chad. No, his name is Chase. But what's interesting is her husband actually is Chad. a special effects guy, too. That's what was kind of. Yeah, it does mirror her own life. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Because her husband did like all the special effects on Pet Cemetery, uh-huh. mm-hmm. And that's how she originally met Miko. And she ain't living in no motherfucking $10 million mansion Hell in Hollywood no. Hills. She's a gated community all the way. Yeah, <laughs> to an apartment. <laughs> God damn it. God, you're so uh, we're brutally. <laughs> this is my studio flat. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Ling, I'll get you the rent by Monday. She's like, the type of person you walk in her house, you're like, where's the bedroom? She smacks the wall and the bed falls down. <laughs> this is where the magic happens. Right. Oh, right next to the shitter. Huh? <laughs> this is my most prized possession. It's a signed poster, one sheet of uh, Who's Harry Crumb signed by John Candy. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't find that bitch, Shawnee Smith. <laughs> it's mint. <laughs> oh, man. If we didn't do a horror podcast, trust me, we'd throw the wackiest stuff we'd be doing. We would review Harry Crumb, dude. That movie's <laughs> fucking phenomenal. When he's the Arab, but the body drops his <laughs> chest hair on her crotch. <laughs> and catch us next week on our new podcast, Hour Rated. No shit. Yeah, really. <laughs> Ceiling fan jokes. That might still be in the works. Who knows? <laughs> oh. Oh my goodness! But so yeah, no, go ahead. No, this this movie, I agree with you 100. percent The the script was really well done in this. I don't know what it was, and the the way it was shot, I was really enjoying. Mm-hmm. Especially, um, we keep coming back to that same fucking scene where Freddie comes out of the out of the fucking woodworks, yeah, and they have that one shot of him just kind of like in the spotlight. Oh, all yeah. you see is just his silhouette, and I was like, man, that is a good shot. Yeah, <laughs> I could use that for a fucking Facebook cover. Oh shit! Right, <laughs> I love that part. But it, it was really well. Like, I really enjoyed this. Granted, the CG effects were a little janky, but what can you do for 1994, you know? Well, I love that opening sequence where you enter her nightmare at the beginning. And yeah. You don't know it's a nightmare. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. movie production. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Because you see that fucking the new hand, mm-hmm. and you're like, holy shit, it's like fucking Terminator. It's <laughs> Freddy Krueger. It's like <laughs> fucking mechanical big-ass God, claw hand. Terminator and... Uh, Army of Darkness. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love it because it, it it leads you right into a direction of a movie. Wes Craven there directing. Yep. It's clearly a new Nightmare on Elm Street movie. Chase is working on the glove. Heather's starring. And in fucking like 
the shit starts going wrong. Yeah. And I love twitching. Nerd. Yeah. It starts twitching. The guy's like, huh, maybe the blood shorted out the solenoids and blah, blah, blah. And fucking You're probably getting radio interference with the controls. Yeah. It jumps yeah. up and stabs one of the techs yeah. in the neck. He's fall down. And I love that Wes Craven's only thing is hey, kill, kill the fire. <laughs> you got a guy down there bleeding to death. Take the batteries out. Take the batteries out. <laughs> like, can stop, stop the thunder. <laughs> what the fuck? There's a dude dying. But, um, yeah, it's all going havoc, and she wakes up to an earthquake. Now, very important, these earthquake things, because this is when California got rocked by that huge earthquake. It was right before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, well, wait. It, it was, was before the big one. Yeah. Yeah, because it's really, like, spooky. Well, all that cracked, like... Right know, around the same time. Yeah, it was, yeah, like, yeah, right yeah. around the same time, and so they got, like, pickup footage oh, from that and oh, wow. put it in there, but it just so happens, as they were talking about doing this revolving earthquake theme oh, was, that was, California got hit by a fucking huge one in real life. Yeah. Real life, real life, real not, life, not fourth, <laughs> fourth wall. What <laughs> talking about a movie inside of a movie that is reality. Based on wall, reality. A fourth wall break inside of a fourth wall break. That's, that's, like, that's like 16, 16 walls. Mighty <laughs> <laughs> speculative. So, so yeah, like uh, there's, she wakes up and like the, the walls are cracking. The way the sheetrock just separates, yeah, it's like, it looks oh, like four claw marks. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. And and she's like been having these reoccurring Freddy dreams, even though she knows nothing about an upcoming movie or anything. Then she goes to this interview and whatnot, goes to Bob Shea's office, and he lied right to her face. Yeah, you're rating yeah. right up there. I don't know, man. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> Give me a special effect. Indeed. <laughs> Nobody does. <laughs> we tried, Freddie. We really did miss you, but this wasn't like the best way to come back because with Bob Shea doing the setup and the West saying like I'm dreaming again or I'm having the nightmares. Mm-hmm. Like I hadn't had a nightmare, so I haven't had the inspiration to write. Yeah, and Bob Shea tells her, you know, we've got Wes working on our script and she's like, I thought he didn't do horror movies anymore the fuck else has he done i thought they were all horror movies like at around this time he's he was he was under, he was under four years he was writing a really uh shocker no he was trying to write uh write a script for uh, a movie adaptation of little house on the prairie <laughs> <laughs> really great poker, <laughs> great poker oh would have been great starring robert england starring robert england as michael land oh my god that would be awesome <laughs> God, no. the story writes itself. <laughs> but yeah, she, like he, he fills her in and, and he's, he's like, like, yeah. So she goes and talks with Robert, who's happened to be painting. And that probably is his real house. I don't, I don't know. I don't know, but it's a nice fucking house, dude. And he's painting this like cool silhouette. England. <laughs> and he's talking about how uh, when the dreams can invade the reality and, and Freddy's more used as a... I don't know, like a token for this ancient demon to come through and possess. It was a great, ba- yeah, it was Dude, a great it was story. Really, yeah, it was really fucking neat. And then, like, it would take shape of something that would be, and that was neat. It was like if we give it the strength and we allow it, it would, you know, invoke obviously a, a communal fear that we all have, yeah. which would be like a Freddy figure. Yeah, like it latches on to what is popular. Yeah. And they, they're pretty much saying Freddy's the most popular. Yeah, so it would figure. take like that media 
frenzy and just like it would fuel it to be you know kind of like go i was like this is ghostbusters too <laughs> it's like wow we just talk shit to each other we could get our own pink slime fucking subway <laughs> hey you you look like pink slime <laughs> you missing it up huh? <laughs> you haven't been sleeping with it have you ralph <laughs> it's always the quiet ones <laughs> what can you say what can you say Yo, love. Oh my Take god. Me <laughs> um, so she starts having uh, Heather starts having problems with her son. He starts getting more and more into these things. We're like, Rex saved me, and we see Rex like just clawed up to shit at the foot of his uh, bed under the sheets, and you know, it starts playing to a lot of Heather's uh, growing anxieties and fears. And she's also up. getting prank calls. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I forgot. And that's real life shit. She was actually dealing yeah. with a real life stalker event too. So Wes kind of worked that into the script, which mm-hmm. is horrible. I mean, because <laughs> no, because uh, we've had what? Well, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Adrian King yes. was a stalker, yeah. stalk big time. Yeah. For Friday thirteenth. Now we have. Uh, yeah, held her at gunpoint. Yeah, Heather Langer <laughs> for hours. God, that's horrible. And then Heather Langham deal with her stalker. I was like, Jesus Christ! Like none of these women can just get like, you know, they're. They're heroines, you know, and like I'm sure she paid somebody. <laughs> like, God, I need headlines. <laughs> I'm a stalker. I'm a stalker. No, but really, he like used to call her house and hang outside of her house. That's fucking her, her apartment. Well, I mean, even when we uh, when we went to <laughs> God, I, I, I kind of that went over my head for like two seconds. I had to catch it. Laugh at it now. Nothing will go over my head I'm too fast. <laughs> I would catch it. Um. Yeah, uh, fucking Linda Hamilton was speaking to that too because at TFW she had like some kind of like creeper when she came down to Texas. Well, weekend. some dickhead just did this to uh, Kate Kate Beckinsale at this upcoming con. Oh, what? wow. Fucking trying to stab her and shit and Jesus. fucking. What the fuck? Uh, was arrested carrying knives. Jeez. And so. You're not like, the fucking Joker, okay? It just. It worked for Heath. That was it. Or like that fucking guy that tried to kill Jason David Frank, calling himself the Punisher and needs to finish up the job. Yeah, Jeez, fucking got so guns on him and shit. It's like... Yeah, went to the fucking convention. <laughs> I was like, what the hell's wrong with you, dude? I'm like, guys, just jerk off. Yeah. Off to, <laughs> up the ante. Go three times a day. <laughs> if you're not lucky out on Tinder, just switch over to Grinder. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, uh, you'll find peace. A peace. <laughs> well, if that doesn't work for you, I, I suggest a, a phone cord. <laughs> it works well if you strangle off, you know, as the lead singer of NXS found or out. Just a conditioner and a Pringles can. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fat cock. <laughs> Wait, is that everybody's it's normal size? <laughs> no, it's the snack size that goes in the lunch kit. God, I'm not talking the length. I'm talking the girth. <laughs> Six inches round. Am I? Am I? Am I missing something? <laughs> know the answer to this question please hit us up on facebook i'd like to know facebook twitter or anything like, yeah, oh is- man it's gonna be some weird response <laughs> i'm <laughs> as girthy as i am long what that's normal jesus christ it's yeah, like i'm looking at a fucking three inch mushroom i was like a number two pencil for a long time <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ so you might need to add some cotton balls to the conditioner and pringles bottles <laughs> You're getting your car wash sponge out of your garage. 
stuffing it in there. God. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Another mid always works. Jesus still. Christ, man. It's like these guys make the poorest fleshlights known to man. It's like a lazy man's fleshlight. What do you got? What the hell's this sponge stuffed in a Don't use that. <laughs> There's no Pringles in this. <laughs> It smells like bleach. God damn it. Oh, oh. I should have read the directions or something. Uh, give us about 30 seconds, people. We all just got lightheaded. God damn it. Oh, flashlights are awesome. Not that I have a flashlight. Do we need to ask your wife about that? Well, yeah, go ahead. Be like, I don't give that much. There's no time. batteries in this flashlight. <laughs> They don't take batteries. No, no, no. They have a little. (laughs) 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 So, yes, uh, perverts and and stalkers get a flashlight or or cotton balls and a Pringle can. And don't stalk. Don't stalk. Don't stalk, stalk. bro. That's uncool. That's uncool. So, anyways, I mean. The first kill is like Chase. He gets called off set. You see that weird bio exoskeleton. Well, they didn't. Uh, somebody revealed to her that Chase was actually working on the new glove and she's like what like she didn't even know yeah like, like this whole production is going around to make the Freddy film but Heather had no idea so yeah like Robert hadn't I mean sorry Wes hadn't involved her yet. yeah I loved it when she goes up to Wes's house to ask him about it. he's like oh you you know you gotta take play play Nancy one more time to get rid of it you know to yeah. defeat it and as she leaves what they all just said is on the computer. Yeah, screen. that was like kind of cool. very typed out. Yeah, that's crazy. Actors and actresses, man. You can just lead them right on. <laughs> I wrote this. This one I'm going to say. This is going to be her response. <laughs> like, <laughs> I hope to get paid for this film. <laughs> I would have just liked to see him bring up fleshlights to her. <laughs> you know, to get rid of him. You must. <laughs> you gotta the thing. You clean it out after use. Yeah, because the ants will get to it. So yes, Chase. Chase is working on the glove. He's up in like Pasadena or somewhere, like two hours away. Uh, and she calls him because Dylan like had like this total anxiety. Seizure, yeah. And uh, so he's like, "All right, I'm on my way home." Fucking leaves. And as he's driving the cleanest freeway I've ever seen in L.A. True. Not yeah. one fucking car on it. Nope. Which is rare. Yeah. Since, you know, you're... Because it doesn't fucking happen. Yeah. No, it never does. But out there a few times. That. What's the song he's singing, Jeff? Oh, God, I forgot. In, enlighten me. I forget. forget. Ralph fucked. Sit me in the... Or find me in the corner. That's me in the oh, corner. Oh, God. I forgot. Yeah. He's singing Losing My Religion. I forgot yeah. about that mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And then uh, Freddy's claw pops up through the seat and scratches his crack. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't have fucking visited that bathhouse. <laughs> I love it, dude, because he's like kind of like falling asleep. He's slapping himself, like, come on, come on, come on, come on, like trying yeah. to wake himself up. And all of a sudden, the hand just pops up and fucking does like a tap dance on his chest. And he wrecks. You know, yeah. they, they, Heather finds out because the cops come to her house. Well, Ooh. she wakes, she like, she like startles awake because she, she dreamed it. Yeah. She dreamed it. Yeah. And Dylan's standing going, why'd you sleep? Yeah, he's all. What are you doing? God damn it. Oh, yeah. He's like, never sleep again. You know, like fucking chanting. red rum bullshit. But then the cop tells her <clears throat> her husband's dead. You gotta go identify the body. And that's when she does that weird. She pulls it. Yeah. Pulls yeah. the blanket down. But I got a who, question who about Who played that? the coroner? 
Oh, I'm not. He looked fucking familiar as shit. I don't remember. Because like, well, like, while, while y'all look that up, like, is it normal to walk into a fucking coroner's office and just see like bodies everywhere? I don't think you actually go to the fucking literal <laughs> morgue. You know? Like, I thought that was a bit weird because like, she like walks down the hall and already there's two bodies there. Guys goes, like eating a sandwich. Guys eating a sandwich and she's hearing this. <laughs> w. Earl Brown. Huh? W. Earl Brown is the guy. It was the corner guy that read the paramedic from Backdraft, Rookie of the Year, Vampire in Brooklyn, Scream. He was Kenny, the fat. He looked. Uh, he looked familiar. Dude. I just remember when I saw him in the film, I was like, "Oh, dude, that guy looks like totally fucking familiar." Deep Impact, Some About Mary, Being John Malkovich, so on and so forth. Gotcha. But yeah, I, I, awkward, be, awkward morning yeah. scene. Just like walk in there, she like sees three guys. One of them's already working on somebody, and they're like. Who let her in? <laughs> yeah. We need to identify the body. Surprise. Like, yeah. And walk by, walk past like four other bodies on the way there. The, yeah, w Earl Brown. You'll recognize him because he is fucking Dan from Deadwood. That's why I fucking, uh, I was shocked like a motherfucker. Cause he's like, you know, the main, the main like, dude. Yeah. The main guy. He works. He works for the main dude. The main dude. Yeah. That's dude. where I recognize him from was Deadwood. Dude. Yeah, he was out. He, fucking at the funeral. There's so many cameos, and he, yeah. a funny story is uh, they wanted Johnny Depp. Oh yeah, yeah. And Wes Craven was like, "Oh no, man, I don't want to ask." He was him. shy about it. He's a big star yeah. and shit, and he's like, "So I didn't, I didn't ask him." Years, years later, later. <laughs> found out Johnny Depp was like, oh, "I would have totally fucking done." Damn it! Absolutely. That would have been so fun. Yeah. John Saxton was there. Yeah, yeah, George Saxton Lucas just rocking saw. the same comb over from oh, 1980. Well, it's not he like did. he had anything else better to do. He invests in something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't go swimming. They <laughs> 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 just pop right out them plugs. I'm also a client. <laughs> yeah, he, he, no, he no longer uses that spray can anymore. That's awesome. Your fucking dome is chrome, dude. <laughs> Man, if we could get Lucas to CG like depth back into it, that'd be awesome. Oh, uh, right. like a remaster. I mean, it should be. I mean, Tuesday nights there. Yeah, yeah. God. I, I love that Nick fucking. Corey, I love that shit. funeral. Was Weiss in there? I don't remember seeing her in there. No, I don't she wasn't Weiss. there. No, no. Huh. I don't know. She's not. I, I need to go back over it right here. But if she, if she was, it wasn't filmed right. Yeah, then, she wasn't. You know, whoever cropped it. Yeah, probably cropped her out. I don't know. Because it was shot well. I love the way it felt, like you said, it was kind of like A&E, but it was also done cinematically enough where you could appreciate the, the, the dream film. sequences were cool. Yeah. Well, like I was going to say, like the when the the earthquake hits and you see the coffin tilt in oh, and you yeah. have the kid fall in and all that sequence where Freddy comes out of the bottom of the coffin and he starts pulling. Oh, man, that was beautiful. That was, awesome. yeah. that was eerie as shit. Okay. And but, I- I like how they kind of kept his appearance very brief. Like you saw him for those like, oh, yeah. two seconds and he was gone. And it was like, <gasps> what is that? Dude, I look eerie as shit. <laughs> dude, it was cool. They, I, they once you whacked your fucking hand, I was like, dude. They should have had everybody back. Yeah, that would have been, been nice. I mean, because it's Heather. Yeah. All of them should have came back. That would have been great. But they mm-hmm. didn't. Nope. Wasted, wasted opportunity. Yeah, because it would have been nice to have the whole entire Nightmare family kind of touched by the whole situation of the new Nightmare. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean everybody's kind of like, because I love that scene with like 
I just said that when he was like, I touched him. I mean, like she gets the phone at the end at yeah. night and like the film's playing, the TV's not plugged in. And she's like, I touched him. And she's like, what? And the tongue comes out and the kid just starts foaming at the mouth and drops. <laughs> I was like, Jesus, fuck this shit. Well, there is a big, there's a big uh, plot that they completely excise from the final film. That's actually the takes are still there. So oh, wow. it's kind of weird. Um, the babysitter mm-hmm. was supposed to be the one behind the prank calls and shit. Oh, wow. shit. babysitter! Yeah, yeah. That's Julie. why when that's why when you first see Julie, there's like that long lingering ominous like yeah. thing on her. And yeah. like, it's because there was an entire back plot with her actually being the stalker and hiring the people to call. I wonder if he dropped it because he was like, "This is too much of my scream idea." But, well, I mean, it's already like a two and a half hour. Oh movie. yeah, that's yeah. yeah. ten minute movie. No. And and Wes said at, at the end it worked great, but at the for the final product, it was just kind of like pacing I, issues. I can, I can cut these parts. Yeah. But they never reshot it. So all like these lingering shots on her being is like, know, is like, why? Wait, why are you filming her for so long? Like, we forgot how to edit this. As an <laughs> audience member, you're like, okay, something's with her. And then it doesn't ever pan out. But it's kind of like, what? It was a loose end that never really got tied. Yeah, and somebody's also sending her Bible pages with the letters burned into it. Yeah. Answer the phone. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Something I thought that was really funny, like, was the kid whenever he would watch the watch the movie, and she like would unplug it or break his concentration, and he would just go. That's why you what don't. That's why you don't wake up sleepwalkers. I wonder yeah. how many different words you could get out of answer the phone. Let's just sit here and ponder people. (laughs) How did she know that that's the order it goes in? Well, no, she didn't put it down there. He did. The kid. Yeah, he arranged it on the floor. Mm, Creepy. And he just kind of kept, yeah, he just kept walking around with Rex, the the T Rex. Mm Which I, I, I had one of those dolls. <laughs> I think Miko said he still has it. He has the one that's sewn up, and uh, West carries really? the. Uh, Wet's kept the one that's not clawed. Oh, okay. And I was like, that's cool. That's a cool keepsake. Yeah. I was like, shit. Hold on to that. Yeah. I used to have that little doll. I thought that was kind of creepy. <laughs> yeah, dude. No shit. I was like, fuck. Um, yeah, after you start really involving the kid, that's when you get to some of the best scenes because I thought the hospital stuff was the strongest shit. Yeah. Because when you're getting exposed to the new Freddy, uh, it was kind of... That well, the only thing I didn't like, and I never really noticed, is he's wearing leather pants. Was he? Yes. <laughs> they're either black vinyl or they're, they're leather I, pants. I didn't pick up on that. Yeah. Like, I rewatched the day. I still didn't pick up on that. I was that. like, what the hell? He's, he's running around like... The trench coat's great look. Yeah. I think that's fucking really creepy. But yeah, when you catch it, he's like wearing like these black leather pants. And I was like, nah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't, you only think like pants. For, it's the beginning for, of the lera, leather era for everybody. Yeah, I guess so. When yeah. did Matrix come out? <laughs> Shit. I guess he's going to play the Viper Room afterwards or oh, something. God. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I love the demon look. He was very tall and brooding. I mean, he was just like a big fucking massive demon now. Yeah. And he yeah, fucking that was a badass look. I like that a lot. And the claw just looked like a fucking like, like an extension of hell, you know, like mm-hmm. a demon fucking arm. And uh, I thought that was fucking hilarious. But my, my son made me laugh. He goes like, that's dumb. And I go, what? And I go, well, if you were like Freddy Krueger, why would you just have one claw? You could have two claws. <laughs> and I was just like, eh, fair point. I go, well, that's why they put him like that yeah, in I guess. Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I was like, I got two claws, bitch. I was like, yeah. Well, there you go. But yeah, I love the fucking look. Um, I hated the whole uh, Nurse Ratchet scenarios because they kept on pushing that. Maybe Heather was abusing 
the kid or exposing yeah. him to the horror films that was triggering these uh causing to have a psychotic schizophrenia yeah. yeah exactly so that was kind of fucked up you know yeah uh, throwing that kind of you know disbelief mm-hmm. for the whole the character of heather but her to kind of start getting cut up too though in the mm-hmm. dreams and stuff i mean it was weird but I think the creepiest scene is when they have a <clears throat> uh, Miko in the damn oxygen tent, and he does that fucking uh, weird ass uh, ecstasy. In the exorcist. That was the sweetest oh, scene. Yes, because <laughs> he's just like pro- you know, projectile vomits on Heather Langenkamp. What's up, Nate? You, you look, you look perplexed. Or would have bought a straight jacket. <laughs> <laughs> that kid would not be in my house. No, oh, like, okay, I love you. I gave birth to you. You're gone. Oh man, there's the door. <laughs> <laughs> there's the door. But when they get him isolated in that one room, and she's got the babysitter taking care of Miko, and she's like, they're going to go treat uh, Heather Langham's arm. God, that scene where like the door shuts and. She's fighting with one nurse, and the other nurse like injects the sleeping agent into Miko. Yeah, and then he finally goes to sleep. Yeah, and fucking Freddy just does that walking on the ceiling scene, and he's just in your fucking face. Tiptoe, hey, it's like skinning a cat. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> and you see, like, Miko sitting on the stretcher, and he's reaching for his babysitter's hand. And she's like, help me! Jeez! God! Blood's going out. Oh, uh, it was horrific because you had the lights on this time. Yeah. And it was, like... Very reminiscent of Amanda Weiss's death. Totally. Oh, oh dude. It. I loved it. <clears throat> he just feels like he's seven feet tall, though. That Freddy just really... Yeah. He looked like fucking Super Freddy oh, for shit. a little bit there. I was like, damn. Uh, wouldn't fucking dance with that, that motherfucker. Huh? As I wouldn't want to dance with that motherfucker. No, that God was no. like definitely a fucking... Because, you know, you're used to Freddy being that little guy running down the... Mm. You know, chasing you and stuff. This guy was just like pure, like, Michael Myers menace. This is yeah. God. It's no longer that face anymore. It's now like, this is God in your life. <laughs> so after extensive studying Uh-oh. to <laughs> spell the words, answer the phone, oh, God. you could get earphones, you could get... <laughs> Pernalis, you could get uh, what else? Uh, weaponeers. <laughs> There's a list. Hawthorn. <laughs> this is what he does when he's not talking. Yes. What I do, I, I research people. All right. So what happens after the uh, hospital? Season? Neoprenes. <laughs> God damn. But no, I think New Nightmare follows. A lot of the same formula of the old ones, mm. but that ending sequence where everything's just happening in this weird boiler hell with Miko and Heather. I don't know. You start getting to these weird things of water hens. They Jesus, he's, still thinking, <laughs> he's still talking words. Um, you get to this weird thing when they keep talking about the um, leaving the candy, like the Hansel and Gretel story. Yeah. Mm. The breadcrumbs. Yeah. And that was how Heather followed Miko into the, the dream world. She had to take the sleeping pills and follow that tunnel of the sheets. And, and she she's eating them as she's Yeah, I was like, God damn. You're OD. <laughs> Limit. Ooh, piece of candy. Ooh, piece of candy. Ooh, piece of candy. Ooh, That'd be fucking hilarious. Candy. Like Heather looks behind her it's like James Wood just like, <laughs> What do you want, you fucking bitch? <laughs> a piece of candy. A piece of candy. So you're going after that pole-smoking fashion victim again, huh? 
just fucking mauling fucking candy down. I this, love it. This isn't Molly. <laughs> uh, did we already talk about? I'm sorry. <laughs> I was really looking for words that for, spell that. <laughs> did we already talk about the highway scene? Yes. How about yeah. the hospital scene? Oh, no, yes. no, no. We didn't get to the highway scene because I was like, what happens after the, the highway scene? scene? Yeah, the highway scene. Did we talk about the hospital? No, no. Yeah, we talked about the hospital. Yeah. We, we talked about the chicken dragged up the wall and shit? Yeah. <laughs> so the uh, she, so final thoughts. <laughs> so she does talk about the freeway, and that's how Miko knows to go across where we live, right there. Who goes the freeway? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, walk across the fucking freeway. Yeah, try that one. Six In California. lanes each way. Jesus. In California, no less. Golly. Those fuckers don't use a blinker. No, what's the Texans? Huh. Well, we don't use blinkers because we're going 80 to 90. Yeah. You guys Those fuckers just don't use them at all. <laughs> it's called getting out of your way. <laughs> yeah. I hate it. <laughs> People call for so yeah, dicks to drive. The seat. <laughs> Jinx. Yo, me and Coke. I won't talk. So, yeah, what did you think about the CG on the highway scene? Did you love it? Did it? Did it suit your needs? You have to unjinx me. <laughs> unjinx. I thought it was fantastic. No, uh, actually, that's cool because, like, Freddie appears in the sky and, yeah. like, hooks Dylan and, like, helps. What are the people driving thinking? Like, there's a kid. What's Craven Mystery shooting a movie? <laughs> right? And But, I mean, it's cool because, like, you know, he gets across and Heather's running across and a diesel goes over and and she looks and all these Freddies run up the gate all wearing the worst fucking Freddy mask. Yeah, that looked terrible. Yeah, that special. Effect it was, was the like, audience. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, it was the audience again. But I mean, she yeah, runs it over to her house. Yay. I don't think so. I didn't get touched by you, Mr. Kruger. <laughs> Um, I I forget what happens after the highway. Oh, you think she goes down the the the, yeah, the, the bed slide? Yeah, the sleeping pill tunnel. Yeah, the sleeping Ooh, piece pill of candy. Tunnel. I love the look of this effect though, where she comes out of demon rock stone Freddy's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> we need a Wilhelm scream. Oh shit! I'll edit that in later. <laughs> <laughs> no, she like falls into like this cool like fucking like layer for this demon and it's like old goth meets like fucking ancient Rome. It was, it was dope. It was really neat. Um the dreamscapes in this movie I really like. I really yeah. enjoy them. Uh so yeah, she they pretty much Hansel and Gretel Freddy. I mean, they get him into the boiler or whatever, the furnace. Yeah. And fucking he goes in after they, they get him stuck in there just like Hansel and Gretel. He gets out. That tongue effect, though. It is cool. It's like it goes around her neck, around her mouth, around her eyes. And, this, and it, it just we have to show a little body. So they had to like show the tongue underneath her pajamas for some reason. I never even noticed that. It was weird. It caught me off guard. I was like, what? I'm like, OK. But then the Miko does the, the knife on the tongue. So she went, I got you. I'm like, keep on my tongue. You got me more. <laughs> <laughs> I got to warn you, princess, the first time it gets messy. <laughs> and he goes, <laughs> forked tongue. He like reels back his tongue and just falls back into the fire. I love when he's like trying to eat the kid's head. Oh, yeah, that was pretty dope. He tries to do that thing for that other movie that was gooder in Netflix. What was that movie where the the mom, the grandma had um Oh, Deborah dementia. Logan. Yeah, the, yeah, that was. Deborah Logan. Yeah. Oh, the, was, uh, cave scene when the mouth 
Yeah. And she turns into like the snake and tries to eat yeah. the, the girl. Oh man, that I was, thought that movie was fucking retarded. That movie, that movie is so fucking good. <laughs> I was just glad it was a pleasant surprise. It's better than the Nightmare series, I'll tell you that. It was much. better than New Nightmare. No. <laughs> All right. All right. So, anyways, uh, yeah. Lo and behold, they burn up Freddy and escape. The, the, the burned up Freddy when he's burning and he goes to that weird like you see him CG. Michael, yeah, more right. friend to like the demon that that Robert England like gave the exposition about, yeah. and then but the devil as soon as he's on fire, his eyeballs just plunge out of his. Eyes. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this shit? Like I, and then I had to go back and I had to remind myself this is 1994. Yeah, they didn't know really how to make good horror films, or at least the death of a horror. I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I guess. I don't know what I mean. Like I understand as we talk, and you know, as a as a final thought thing, I I, I know we talk about these films a lot, but man, this one just kind of missed some marks for me. You know what yeah. I mean? But you gotta say that it cleaned up a lot of marks too. The script was fucking great. It was light years better than Freddy's Dead. Not it was actually it was actually a film. I'd say more than most of nightmares. I guess because I mean, look, they just did the repeat of the same shit over and over. I, I guess well, well, this one brought something stand. different. Yeah, but I think I resented it a little bit because it was like the the runtime. Yeah, it's long. I've seen yeah, it you've long. seen it's an hour and fifty two minutes. I think I've seen worse directors make magic out of ninety minutes. And what Wes had with two hours, I think I think we deserved a little bit different. Better? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. No, no. Because I mean, because with him doing the follow up being Scream, you can see what you can do in such a limited time if you have the right scenes and scenarios. And and I don't know. Um, not just actors. I mean, really, it's pacing and uh, good storytelling. This just didn't feel solid. It was no. a great idea. I think it was just overextended. I yeah. don't know. That or it just took a little while for it to actually get to it. Maybe they're just reaching for a payday. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Well, like with this movie. It came out like like y'all were saying in 1994. It came out October fourteenth, so right around Halloween. Gotcha. So I guess that's kind of why it got why it did all right because it had a budget of an estimated eight million. It made eighteen. That's good. Oh yeah, it made its money back and then some. Yeah, but like I don't know. I, I pers- for me, this is probably one of my favorites. Gotcha. Because of the fact it's I guess it's closer to. Made eighteen. Where are you getting your your uh, info from, sir? Uh, it made nineteen point seven. Oh my god! <laughs> Which is actually like the lowest. Well, what's yeah. crazy is like I was reading about Get Out, and we always talk like, "Oh, Blue Mouse." It sounds like the greatest yeah. idea. I didn't know uh, the film was made for five million. Get Out. Mm-hmm. It was. They actually put a marketing budget of thirty million Ooh. on Get Out. But it turned a profit of like four hundred fucking million. Yeah. So I was like, "Wow, your agendas were well balanced." Mm-hmm. Because I mean, it's great to get away with such an artistically well done horror film at five million. Yeah. But to say, "Hey, we're going to invest thirty million dollars in marketing," it's like, "Well, why, why are you going to do that?" Because literally, you got almost everybody in a certain i you know ideal like demographic to go out and go fucking see the movie. Yeah. And that's that's like what Marvel attacks, you know, attaches themselves to. You may have great Marvel films come out that don't have the great replayability, but you're going to have that film come out and everybody and their mothers going to go see it in the fucking day yeah, comes they're out. Gonna, they're going to want to see it. And that's what they shoot for. Well, that's what happened with uh, Freddy's Dead. Yeah. A lot of people turned out for it. Like, hey, we're going to see like, this fucking Yeah, it's yeah. the final Freddy and then all of a sudden a new nightmare. A uh Robert uh, um Robert England has said that I, he doesn't think this film did all that great because 
the title is not Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. It literally was New Nightmare. Yeah. And people were like confused by it. If they didn't see the trailer, which you didn't have the internet back then. So if no, you didn't it, watch yeah. TV a lot, you still thought Freddy was dead unless you read Fangoria. And I think if, yeah. it, if, it, was a be, if it was a better film, I think it would have attracted fans. I mean, this got the highest... Uh, rating uh, well besides the original which gotcha. I find to be dog shit but yeah. um, it's got the highest rating because so. there's no camp in this it's like a straightforward no, like thriller it's a serious movie like yeah. the only camp that you get is the we, interview right we are, at the beginning we are yeah. Panthers Rosso spells <laughs> <laughs> no this got a fucking like 82 or some shit on Rotten Tomatoes I mean it's was really well received but um, it just never found its audience. And I blame a lot of that on when a movie people were tired of seeing these horror icons come out and then you'd see five, six films and then, OK, this is the final Friday or the final nightmare or the final fucking Michael Myers story. And then they come two right years back. later, they have another movie. out. Yeah. And it's like, what the fuck? Like. When you do a finale or, a, you know, a finality to it, it people weren't buying it no more. Yeah. You know, Jason already did in the 80s. Michael did it in the, you know, fuck, right after the second film. Yeah. And I think that's the thing that a lot of the series does struggle with at the end of uh, its run. I can't speak too much to Michael Myers, but I know with the end of Friday 13th, we had the... Uh, the Jason goes to hell where Jason literally was like a spirit moving to different people. Yeah, how many times that fool going to yeah. die? And then yeah. with with Freddy's Dead, we had that finality of like let's just work the formula to the nth degree and have fun with it. Mm -hmm. And then here we go, we try something different with New Nightmare as they did with Jason X. It was like hey, let's go back just to like pure camp, you know, fucking slaughterhouse, but we'll do it in space. It's like you try to do that last hurrah, and sometimes you realize you know, we're just kicking. The you paint yourself into a fucking corner. Yeah. yeah. And with Michael, how you said you can speak on it. After Halloween 2, Michael being dead, Loomis being dead, they did Halloween 3. They, they wanted to make anthology. So every Halloween, we had something new yeah. to base off of. And the backlash was so crazy for part three that they brought Michael back. Oh, the return of Michael yeah. Myers. And it's like, we <sighs> stick to your guns. Yeah. You know, like, well, like, I think some we'll talk more about Halloween near Halloween. Ne ne yeah. <laughs> on In October, we're going to be visiting that. But. Yeah, <laughs> we got some bones to pick. So, yep. so final thoughts on New Nightmare. Just a, a wrap up of like, what do you, you want to go first, um, Ralph? You want um, with this with this being like the final one that I watched with with uh, my girlfriend at the time, Alex. This is this was one of my favorite ones. I, I enjoyed the writing. I enjoyed the script. I enjoyed I enjoyed a lot of the performances that a lot of the actors did. Um, the like Jeff was saying earlier, Freddie looks menacing in this. Granted, I'd never picked up that he was wearing leather pants. <laughs> you guys touch base on that already? Yeah. Fucking we are Pantheon. <laughs> <laughs> but Scrabble website. Like outside of the campy Freddie, like this is my next favorite one. Gotcha. Because he is so much more evil looking. He they made him into the villain that they wanted him to be to begin with. The, not the, oh, got your nose, or <laughs> like the, yeah, put on some Ray-Bans kind of Freddy. It was, I don't give a fuck, Freddy, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, this was... He was this, dark. Yeah, he was very fucking dark, and I liked it. It wasn't the spooky mans! <laughs> 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 um... 
So I, is this a buy? I recommend what are you do. Yeah, I would say buy on this one. Yeah, cool. Definitely buy. Go ahead, Jeff. Shoot your shit. Um, I honestly wanted to go back to this and really enjoy it because I always kind of like remember it as being like the mature kind of nightmare story. And I and I I love Wes and seeing Wes come back to uh, the Freddy Krueger genre. I was you know it was, it was a welcome. But uh, yeah, I didn't enjoy it that immensely. I was kind of like. You know, I, I catch myself looking at my phone during the film, you know, and uh, the music was actually really good. I'd, I'd pick up on all of those cues. That was kind of like nice to see uh, Charles Bernstein's uh, original score is just so fucking beautiful. Uh, but seeing this one was uh, it was OK. It was it was uh, a rent for me, you know, two ninety nine on Voodoo. You know, I might click the button if I'm that fucking bored. But uh, honestly, you know, the, the the one scene I love the most is pretty much when she gets back to her house and she's looking for her son and it just does that little turnaround and she's back in her original Nightmare on Elm Street clothes and John Saxon is wearing the, uh, he goes from like, you know, being John Saxon back to Heather's dad. Why are you calling me Nancy, John? Yeah. I'll Why are you calling me John? <laughs> I love that fucking scene because he's actually wearing like the exact same getup and everything. He drives off in the cop car and she's like, oh. Okay, Dad. <laughs> it's like, oh man, when she swallows her own shit yeah. to like, okay, this is the only way I'm gonna fucking beat this motherfucker. I, I like that shit, but to get through an hour and thirty minutes of you know A and E to get to Exposition. it, yeah, yeah. But it, you know, all in all, it's a solid film, and that's something you can't say about every fucking Nightmare on Elm Street film. Mm-hmm. True that. Yeah, um, this is my favorite out of the entire series. Um, I fucking love this movie. Uh, I saw it in theaters. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always thought this one had just such an amazing script coming from what we know of, of Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, the acting was fucking terrific. Heather Langenkamp doing a good job acting. And the Caterpillar eyebrows are gone. Um, the little kid, Miko or whatever his name is, he was fucking amazing Did you too. Get that one too. He's always amazing. I don't know why that guy quit acting, but, um, he, you know, he's doing DJ shit, making good money. So, yeah. I mean, whatever. Well, he's screaming at people now. Really? Screaming? <laughs> Randomly at Walmart. Gonna drop the beat. Boom, boom. No, no but, uh, it, this one is the strongest in the entire series. It, it and even, Years later, after, you know, it didn't do well at the box office, years later, it got all of its recognition. People were just like, oh, fuck, we we just didn't know. Yeah. Like, well, a lot of people just didn't know about this movie. At the International Fantasy Film Awards, it actually got Best Screenplay mm-hmm. in 1995. And that's yeah. good. Mm-hmm. It, won, it won plenty of awards, but the f- fans and the people, you know, pre-internet, they didn't. They didn't know about it. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't wasn't called Nightmare on Elm Street. New Nightmare. What? Mm -hmm. Okay, what the fuck is this? The only way you even knew is unless, like you said, you saw either the trailer or the poster, and you're like, "That's fucking." I don't even think that the trailer was that revealing. I'd have to go back and watch it, but I don't think it was. It really wasn't. Um, Yeah, great acting, great screenplay. Some of the special effects are okay, but for the most part, they're pretty fucking awesome for me. Mm -hmm. This is top notch. Unless our next movie can beat it which is the remake 
Oh, awesome. it's a buy, by the way. Definitely a buy. Uh, so, yeah, going into Nightmare on Elm Street 2010. Was it 2010? Yeah, it was Jesus one year Jason. Yeah, because this is like, you know, what they what they did right is they, they did it all on Freddy vs. Jason. <laughs> yeah. You can listen to that on our Freddy, or our yeah, on Friday yeah. 13th. That's where everything was kind of done right with Freddy. But when we get into new, the new new. The new new. <laughs> the the re the reboot? The Platinum, yeah. Platinum Dunes. Yeah. yeah, Platinum Dunes, my Michael Bay, yeah. Brad Fuller producing. Samuel Bayer. God, Samuel Bayer. Which Bay this guy came off of like, you were telling me earlier, he came off fucking Smells Like Teen Spirit and fucking all these great music yeah, videos. Like a really good music video. And director. this movie killed his career. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Freddie. Anywho. Yeah, because, I mean. It killed one podcast co-host. <laughs> you know, <laughs> a good goddamn music video director. I can't director. do this anymore. <laughs> Sorry, guys. It's like a long pause for their little uh, Aaron remorse. (laughs) Moment of silence. I will say, guys, this is going to be my last podcast. I I actually... uh, He started a band? No, I started a band, and uh, I graduated underwater basket weaving. (laughs) Go go into that headstrong. So you're the one. (laughs) Whenever you see those cool baskets, yeah. I was like, this is... Is this man underwater? It landed me a, a role in Blair Witch 2. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. He plays second tree backyard. Right? If you look in the very, very, very back, that's my stick figure. <laughs> that's my stick figure. <laughs> See that basket? She's holding this. My basket. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's girthy. It's made from oak <laughs> and cherry wood. It smells like a Pringles can. <laughs> Cotton balls. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Is this Aussie conditioner? Jesus <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez Louise. laughs> You have never felt softer pews. <laughs> I swear to God, it trickles down there because I washed my hair so good. Okay, <laughs> look, I'm not gonna say anything too too sounds openly, like a, but I will say it unbraided my pubic hair. This sounds like a not grinder a, profile. No tangle inside grinder profile. God. If you love dick and fucking conditioner, you swipe gonna... left. <laughs> I want to meet this person <laughs> in, a, in a dark park in the bathroom. Yeah. God damn. I'll be in the uh, subway men's room. (laughs) What's that fucking noise? So you're going to be in the subway home of the footlong? (laughs) (laughs) Double meat, no veggies. Oh, Oh, man. Where are we? (laughs) We're just talking about... We're talking about talking about the new nightmare. Yeah. Well, trust us, our conversation's more interesting. Oh, yeah. man. So this movie got released in April <laughs> 2010. <laughs> April 30th, 2010. It had a budget of $35 million. Wow. Opening weekend made 32 That's great. And it grossed 63 Not The drop-off was huge. Yeah. 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 Like it, it had a lot going for it, and then it just the movie was sucks. And that's what happens, man. Because like if that if that opening weekend you don't you don't tell your friends that it was a good movie, you're you fucked. Yeah, fuck. yeah, like, I mean, that's your business. Well, yeah, look. you lost all the steam. Hey, we're off. Did you go see a new Nightmare on Elm Street? Yeah. If the response, no, but is, I went and saw yeah. fucking Spider Man. You went and saw Homecoming? Uh, yeah. You didn't love it? Uh, you, that's a different podcast. All right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Tune in again for our rated podcast. Thank Come you. Here. Don't tell people about that. It's a secret. It's a secret. Coming every bilateral full moon. <laughs> <laughs> we recorded one episode and never went back. Nope. Even the horror of Texas takes up a lot of our time. No so shit. It's, it's no. hard to. I can't even fathom doing another one. Yeah, we need like a fucking Rick and Morty portal gun to like. A YouTube channel. I liked being like indiscreet. So we I were, have to like we, bend over and talk with my we, I'm busy on that YouTube channel for like one solid day. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> we got to get back to that. I yes, know, you I can hope. actually uh, listen to our stuff now on YouTube. YouTube yeah. One episode. No, two episodes. We have two? I think we have, we two. have two. I think it's two episodes. I want to say we got our, one of our All we got to do is paste a fucking picture to the goddamn <laughs> audio and upload it. We can't even find time to do that. If I could do it on the toilet, it'd be done. You can. All right. Okay, I'm going to learn how to do that. Okay. Uh, I'll get an email. Says, Ralph, can you do this, please? So, <laughs> so, I mean, I would do it, but I am college educated in underwater basket weaving. I don't know technology. <laughs> I got my fucking BS and BS. <laughs> I, I believe that. What movie are we talking about again? Fucking. So the first buzz that came porkies. out of this shit was uh, that they I gave Jackie Earl too. Haley the role of. Oh Freddy my God, Cooper. the boys deformed. <laughs> God, when they gave Jackie her that's from Porky's. <laughs> no, different, different, different podcast. Uh, Jackie or Tune in next week. Do we have to talk about this movie? Yes, yes. We, oh, this is we have it. to finish it. We finished this. It's it. We're done. Okay. Power um, through it. So Jackie or Haley. There's a diner. The there's Jackie or Haley. There's a classroom. There's a fucking blood on the wall. There's blood on this. The ceiling. The oh. fucking this happens. Oh, hey, Freddie came back to haunt the people that killed him. Blah, 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 blah. But yeah. Jackie or Haley was like the big buzz because yeah. he had just came off doing Rorschach he'd seen him in uh, Little Children he was amazing he was okay. known from Bad News Bears yes but he was coming off of doing great shit he's done great character work in Shutter Island mm -hmm. I mean he was becoming almost like what Kevin Spacey started you know like yeah. those little small signature key roles but it landed him this and we all expected great things especially after Rorschach yeah dude oh, yeah, Jackie definitely. Earl's a fucking badass yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, a he fun is. actor and I think he did a really good job do you think, vocally do you think the realistic Burn victim no, design. I think the CGI was bullshit, man. They, they didn't really they do too much. The CG was just like a cheekbone, you know. It was like you but know. On the other side of the face was the bubble, and yeah. his whole face was CG. No. Oh yes, it was. No. Yeah, that was. Oh god, it was an entire silicone process. They did a whole silicone makeup that was like three hours long. If you watch the Blu-ray, they do a whole fucking thing about how they attacked the. That was the first time they used like silicone, like full facial mask to. Mm -hmm. To get rid of his ears, to get rid of the uh, the lips and stuff like that. The things that would first go when the burden victim would get, you know, touched yeah. by fire. No eyebrows I, and stuff like that. I'm not going to lie. I do remember, like, like, the mask. And I remember the little the pieces where, like, the moving tissue would be under. When you would see the CG stuff, it was actually certain areas of the silicone was just painted totally green. Yeah. To simulate kind of the CG stuff they would do for uh, Two-Face later in The Dark Knight. Yeah, I remember that. And, um, yeah, it was... It was I don't know, man. I mean, Bro, it, what are you talking about? To some extent, it was beneficial, but not to you know the nth degree. You know, I guess I wouldn't have gone as far as they should have kept him some kind of demon. Are you telling me his eyes and chin and cheeks aren't CG? Totally. What? Yeah. That's yeah. all silicone buildup. It looks fucking it, it's fake fu it's on cool. screen. And when you see it, it's like you see him act. That's like Jackie working underneath that silicone mask that they applied to his face. Yeah. It's multiple different appliances that were just put on him. It was like, I think they said it was an over three hour process. Well, yeah. overall, it looks like shit. 
He made it him look like, like a realistic burn victim, though, and that's what I appreciated. I mean, I don't know if I enjoyed the design as much as, Honestly, you know, I it, felt it was one of those, like, they did, they tried to make it so fucking realistic that they ended up making unrealistic. Mm-hmm. Like, they put so much work in it and so much heart. It's like, great job, but Jesus Christ, guys, y'all kind of went a little overboard with this shit. Yeah. So, but Dude, yeah, not- that's CG, bro. Look at that. His cheek is that little section of cheek. Because yeah, when you watch the Blu-ray, you will see that that was, like, neon green screen. Like, mm-hmm. But it's still, you see the textured um, work done in the silicone. Yeah. It's weird, because usually when you... Do makeup test. You type in makeup test for Freddy Krueger. Because they shows him up in the chair, but there's nothing. Yeah, because you know how they used to do like the full on uh, when you see them do the the plaster stuff for the mm-hmm. before they they do it. This this is uh, they actually did Jackie Earl with uh, the blue. Yeah, uh, they did him with that blue uh, silicone thing, so they can get like the realest way of making that fucking. Appliance. Either way, man, it just looks it looks fucking stupid. It, it, it I, don't, I don't know if it's the lighting or what, but something's not right. I think like when you watch like 2020. <laughs> or Oprah Winfrey or stuff like that and you see like these real burn victims you would oh. see the real life people you know like the way they, they look when their skin is like that fucked you know from like being burned yeah I think they, they captured it realistically as fuck you know for the film but like I said I don't know if that was the right design for this 2010 one and then also to speak to like you said as it enters on the diner you have no emotion towards the characters you're just thrown into Dean and his fucking initial nightmare experience of him or being up for like two or three days straight already hasn't slept he has fear of this guy with knives for his, on his hand yeah so you instantly get thrown into the boiler room you instantly get to see dean's murder you instantly get thrown into all this fucking pandemic in this film and you really don't have any compassion for any of the children or the, <laughs> the teens yet because mm. it's just like you're thrown into it and yeah. it's it works to a great degree of like hey let's get this movie going but then the <laughs> other degree is like hey i have no connection real connection or sympathy for you. and i'm really yeah. sad because rooney mara is a fantastic actress and in this movie she is not good. oh it's baby no. steps dude this yes. is like almost like right off twilight fucking film kind of mm-hmm. in a certain way and what's shocking about it is uh wesley strick he mm-hmm. wrote a prequel for seven that was like everybody's hair was blown back about it but it never got made oh wow and that's how he got this job really yeah hmm. because it didn't get made they're like hey look we, we need something else. nightmare coming up blah 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 and he was like okay and he's the one that pinned this and i'm like wow if you did a prequel to a legendary fucking movie like seven and people's hair were blown back yeah but it didn't get greenlit and then you turn around and, and then you this? turn around and put this out because they were like i don't know like i understand the way they rebooted the sawyer family and the leatherface fucking franchise i understand yeah. i i fucking love the friday uh friday 13th fucking reboot that time it was just solid i, I love like, all of them I was like, wow, they're solid. I, uh, the the texas chainsaw massacres i love both wow. of them yeah the, the beginning and the, the first one yeah the first yeah, one yeah. Be but this one was just like i don't know if it was this i i'm gonna tell you what i did like about it I love that. that, That'd be a shorter list than what we. I like that they did that stigma where you think when they set up Freddy Krueger working at the uh, the preschool. Yeah, and he's a gardener. And he loved the kids and he took care of them and he cared about the kids. The kids were his world. Mm-hmm. When they set up that doubt that the family and the kids lied about being molested or fucked with by the gardener, it then throwing that doubt, that doubt was fucking awesome because it was kind of like they talked about the Pied Piper story mm-hmm. about like the parents condemning 
the man, he had to leave the town and he, his way of revenge was to charm the children and take the children. Yeah. And I love that idea that like, wow, maybe the family did, you know, yeah. He's going to kill the fucking kids for making this fucking lie about him being this fucking pedophile. And I love that twist because like they create that doubt, you know, because we all, we already talked about how Freddy Krueger is already a fucked up uh, slasher to begin with because he's a child killer. Mm -hmm. He's a pedophile. Yeah. And his glorified fucking death gets, you get to become this demon that gets to keep on killing children. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow. Yeah. There's a badass slasher. At least, fr- uh, you know, Jason, Jason was, you know, his, he was wrong. Sympathetic. He, yeah. You, you don't like these fucking camp counselors were fucking killed his, his mom, killed his mom. He's going to come back and just kill and re, you know, recaused his own death because yeah. they were fucking why they Michael Myers was fucking him. psychotic. Obviously probably, probably from that, you know, conspiracy fucking cult that made him whatever. But there's a sense of the boogeyman. Now with fucking Freddy, it's like, you're making this glorified fucking serial killer or like you know this gift you know you're giving them <laughs> the dregs of life guy yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> the gift that keeps on giving right yeah. like go to any inmate in prison let's make a fucking movie about it and I thought what? what was truly horrific and sadistic about this film is that his fucking main goal was to make the children remember that he fucking molested them and killed them that was like the twist it was like yeah. Yeah. so he did molest them yeah so them what said the fuck they were making it up then yeah wait what that was the twist it was like was- in the middle of the film they make you doubt it yeah. You're like, fuck. And then at the end of the film, you're like, no, he's making the kids remember that he actually did take him to a secret cave. He did fucking molest him. He, you know, he's getting, he's killing the kids or telling the parents that he was a fucking pedophile. Yeah. And that was like the reason that, you know, this Freddy Krueger was doing. He's like, I want the children to remember before I fucking slaughter them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, this is fucking horrifically yeah. dark. Yeah. No, it was really fucking dark, especially when you got that, because like, I'm not going to lie. When I was watching the movie, I did did doubt it. I was like, wow, this is, I'm feeling really bad for him. Yeah. And then at the very end, it's like, no, like, wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like Nate says, go to any inmate in prison. You could probably do that with almost any of them. Like Boomerang Fultz. <laughs> I'm back. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh shit. Oh God. No. Just me. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that was recording of Nathan in the bathroom. That's yes. right. Pornhub. Like <laughs> what you want from me? What logged out with me, Jesse? You think you can turn back time? Do you think you can bring the dead back to life? No. 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 That's what I try to say in the bathroom when I'm touching somebody's foot in the stall next to me. Like, hey, what do you want me to do? (laughs) I didn't fucking think so. What do you want? Come on, bro. Answer me! (laughs) Wow, that was loud. Sorry. You're telling me. Oh, my ears. Functioning for well over seven minutes. No, thanks for that little bit of info. We got six more minutes to play. Break out the Pringles can. <laughs> this guy can't stop. Yeah, this guy hit the fucking creep marks for me. Yeah. I thought, you know, that's the one thing that I didn't like about this is his sadistic lines. They were fucking boring. They weren't delivered right. To you me. didn't like? Yeah, yeah. No, they weren't. They weren't. Like even like when he did like his. This movie sells a lot of fucking bullshit scares, like a lot of loud bang pop up oh, fucking yeah. nonsense. Like one when the chick closes her window and her boyfriend pops up in it yeah. real quick. Yeah. But like, there's a loud bang. It's like, what? He hit his fucking face on the window? Like, oh, oh fuck. Like, oh, 
fucking nose there. I mean, seriously, it, they they sell a lot of cheap fucking scares in like, this movie. Uh, for me, yeah, they do. They do a lot of the cheap jump scares. I thought the delivery for the for the, like you said the lines just the hit the creep factor notes and all those I like that I think it creep but all. yeah I I do not care for like the cheap scares yeah especially when it's like eh. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the cheap scares I don't care for but I just because like, I didn't like the CG when he did the wall oh god yeah. that was so god. terrible yeah we are in two thousand fucking ten dude this is. Pre-Terminator 2 CGI work. Yeah. Like, it looks fucking god-awful. God-awful, man. No, this is post-Terminator 2. I'm saying the CG yeah, 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 department yeah. they used yeah, oh shit. is gotcha, gotcha. pre-fucking L, was horrible. L uh, lighting magic industrial. ILM. ILM. There you go. Uh, industrial uh, magic Scrabble lights. Scrabble website. <laughs> that also spells. This is Pantheon. <laughs> we are Panthers. <laughs> <laughs> you could probably get a lot of words out of industrial light magic. No shit. Let me oh. check it out. No. <laughs> phone down. Did you talk about the beginning? <laughs> Did you talk about the hospital? Did you talk about the nurse? What? Dude, I totally... <laughs> Really, I totally spaced. You, you were into your your fucking find the words of the day. I couldn't make the Scrabble maker. I couldn't find it. Um, <laughs> anywho, yeah, like the way, the dreamscapes in this one. I love the the cinematography. He talked about the after seventy hours, you, your mind just starts doing the micro naps. That was cool. I, I like that. Where it was like going in and out of like, like the convenience store. Like, oh. but I feel that they brought that up in another movie. Mm. Didn't they bring that up in like four or five? I don't know. Because what was cool, too, is like if you stay up to a certain amount of days, they talked about that you would just go fucking flat out to a coma if you like. Mm. I was like, that's that's dark. I think it's like yeah. 10 days or something like that. And it's like, oh, you just can't be fucked with it. You can't be woken up. Tell like, that to fucking some of my fucking neighbors. Oh, dude. They're right. That's if, if you're going to write it today, like a 2017, you're like, whoa, OK, we'll, we'll write it today. And man, I'd love to see Freddie like try to fucking wait out some goddamn meth heads. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. Oh, I'm falling asleep. <laughs> 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 Three days later. <laughs> a little toot will do you. <laughs> Freddy's in there going, he's mine. <laughs> it's, like mine! Fucking, it's like Jesse from Breaking Bad. <laughs> 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 I'm not going to die, Freddy. I'm going to fucking OD. No, no, no. They've been talking about 10 hours about some shit called Battlestar Galactica. Like, <laughs> Jesus. God, that'd be hilarious. I forgot about that. <laughs> 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 so, so then Lieutenant Over. Comes in <laughs> and they beam his guts in his face. What? <laughs> pretty gross, you right, Fred? That's pretty gross, right, Freddy? Oh, yeah. Ooh, sounds like fun. <laughs> No, that's oh, the bathroom God. stall one. Oh, Where's fuck one? you, Freddy. Ooh, sounds like fun. You got another one? It's a little fast for me. <laughs> uh, Your memories are what fuels me. <laughs> well, we have very few of this film. <laughs> Thank God, Grinder, you can just delete the goddamn content. Oh, man. There's no, no memory. It's like... Your mouth says no. But your body says yes. <laughs> mm, if your ass was a Chinese restaurant, I just looped that for this. I'll have the poo poo platter. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Hey, it's like I decided to just loop. <laughs> like do the rest of the episode we'll, like this. We'll, we'll just turn it down a little bit, but keep that playing in the background. So as we're, as we're moving towards the end of this shit. <laughs> that sounds like me with a Pringles can. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Oh, God. Mr. <laughs> Haley, if you ever hear this episode, I'm sorry. Not me, but this is fucking funny. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so you get... Turn that off! I can't, I can't hear it anymore. Can't keep a straight face, huh? Don't turn it down. <laughs> In my left ear, I'm hearing this guy orgasm. Talking to a little girl. My God. <laughs> <laughs> it was hard. It was hard to kill that. That was fucking hilarious. Oh man, is it still going? <laughs> it's just gonna be in there now. It's residual. It's residual. <laughs> Maybe going to sleep tonight. <laughs> is my wife doing something? <laughs> I go paraplegic. I can't feel anything. I got peed myself. Not a joke. <laughs> a little spritz. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> you got anything else you can loop? Oh yeah. Don't turn away. Look at me. Look what you did to me. That's it. <laughs> no, that was the, that was the only loop I played. Don't turn around. Uh oh. Look at me. Want to know? I got these scars. <laughs> your fucking parents I raped a bunch of kids. Your parents burned me alive in a goddamn boiler room. <laughs> Jesus. Am I? <laughs> no, it's not there. It's off. Oh man. Just <laughs> <laughs> Ralph keeps going. Um, Let's get through it. Yeah, they um, hit they hit all the marks with this. They did the uh, the guy that thinks you know he goes to his girlfriend's house. His girlfriend gets killed in the ceiling again. Blood goes everywhere. You know, he, it's not me. He goes to jail. He gets killed in the jail cell. I mean, it really hits almost all the little you know key mo- points of the original but the the nancy setup and then the you know that disbelief where you think he may be an innocent was it was solid you know solid writing to make it interesting i'm confused i do remember seeing this in theaters but my first memory of runa mara is girl with dragon tattoo mm-hmm. yeah now like two years later yeah so maybe she just didn't make an impression on me in this film but i'm pretty sure i saw this in theaters yeah i i don't think she was stand out at all yeah the only one that's stuck out to me was uh, Decker because he had did the... Uh, oh, I hate that guy. He had did the Sarah Jessica Chronicles or something like that. Kyle? Yeah. He was Kyle Reese. Yeah. yeah. No. Wait, who? What? Decker. Oh, Thomas Decker. Thomas Decker played... Gotcha. Yeah, and that Sarah... The Kyle Sarah Gallner Connor. guy, dude. Yeah. I fucking hate this kid. <laughs> Melt mush face fucking bullshit. <laughs> he would have been a better Freddy than fucking Jackie, dude. It was like, what the fuck? With, <laughs> with his hair sticking out of his hipster beanie and shit, bro. Oh, I'm just man. like, you're... I'm in popping Adderall. You know, if you snort a little bit of butthole and snort a little bit of Adderall and use the Pringle scan, you're going to stay awake forever. What's this ephedrine going to do? <laughs> oh, I can't I can stand him, bro. I can't stand him in anything. Red Eye, he, I believe he was in Red Eye. I know him from a couple of months. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Ugh. Like I said, this was kind of like your, 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 your <laughs> throwaway actors that didn't make, like they were top of the list for the Twilight series, but they didn't make it. You mean you were 40th runner up? You, you had the bronze medal. 
Dude, all I'm saying is that blonde in the beginning, man. She is fucking. Hi. Hello. Mm. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. I could see a brown eye. She did a fun movie called The Jackals. That was pretty good. Yeah. I watched that recently. <laughs> Anywho. Yeah, man. I mean, like, I guess the biggest failure to me was, like, as you get through all the, the hippities and hoppities, you get to that fucking ending. And really, the ending was just basically, let's grab them in the dream and bring them out to reality. But they do it. Since she's in pure coma land, they have to do the Pulp Fiction on her because it was, like, the only way to pull her out. So when he's doing all that sadistic kind of, like, gross, nasty stuff when she's laying on the bed, she's, like, pleading for her boyfriend to, like, hit her with the uh, John Travolta. <laughs> and luckily, he does it dressed at the right moment. <laughs> And then, boom, she comes out. She brings Freddy back. And she's like, well, now you're in my world, bitch. And then, like, she cuts his claw hand off and basically cuts his throat open. And he dies in the end. But the ultimate fucking kill is at the end when you think everything's over. The boyfriend goes to the hospital because he got clawed in his chest. Mm -hmm. uh, she's got, like, this fucked up arm. But her mom gets her home. And it's like the chick from, uh, she played the mom in American Horror Story uh, uh, the first season. And she also, uh, you know, she's, she, she comes out. And it's just that scene where she's by the mirror and then you see Freddy in the fucking mirror and then like the daughter Rooney Mara like freaks out because she's Freddy and the, he just comes out of the mirror and just stabs the chick right the mom right through the fucking face and you see the claws come out of the mom's face and then he just pulls her and yanks her into the fucking mirror and the girl's just like stare there by herself staring at the mirror just screaming it was a great way to like pay homage to the original ending you know where the mom gets pulled to the fucking window of the door mm. <laughs> 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 It's still looming. <laughs> Do you feel that? That's Gabardine. <laughs> <laughs> That's how my brain's working. Let's read it. Let's read it. All right, let's wrap it up. All right, um, steadfast into the that good night, sir. Let's um, get over Dreamland. This was a good one. You're going first? Yeah. You're just gonna just, hop I'm going right to hop right into it. I'm going to end it so I can get away from it because I'm just. Uh, yeah, the sooner he puts his final thought, the sooner he can get out of it. <laughs> Um, I, I, 2010 mm, it could have been a lot more pleasant but uh, you know it was what it was Jackie Hurley did what he could do you um, understand nod mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought she would have done that to this Freddy that's all I'm saying tattoo on his chest rapist that way when kids go into the nightmares <laughs> you know what you're in for alright go ahead sorry <laughs> the clear marks for me came from the blu-ray mm. after watching the movie you realize mm. what's missing from the film and it's there in the blu-ray the alternate opening is the thing I've been pleading for the nightmare on Elm street the origin has to be locked in why is he in the nightmares in the original you don't really get it you just see him get burned and he comes back to haunt the kids and this one there was an alternate opening where you see him die in a hospital as a burn victim and he just is like in a comatose state and he just drifts off and when he dies and he flatlines it just cues the title card of a nightmare on elm street i think with him dying in his nightmare being burned alive it creates the reason why he comes back to haunt all the you know juan or the grudge and stuff like that it's a reason for him to you know come back and seek that revenge or you know continue murdering it also on the blu-ray had the original ending which was i thought ideal for this kind of situation you're dealing with children who are victims of, you know, an abuser. So what perfect way to kill your final kid than to let them see you as a true abuser. So he wasn't, when he when he went after Nancy, he wasn't in full makeup. He was Jackie Earl, no makeup. He was Freddy Krueger the way he was when he abused the children. He was like flesh and, blow, uh, flesh, flesh and bone, um, regular face. And I thought that, yeah, he's in a nightmare.
there. He has control of it. You're in his world. Why would he always present himself as the burned victim, the burned demon? He could put on his true face that he was pre-burn and, you know, re-abuse the children Yeah, to some extent. <clears throat> they do this in the original ending for Nightmare on Elm Street. The original ending or the alternate ending was Kruger pre-burn attacking Nancy and her bringing pre-burn Freddy Kruger into the real world and just taking a baseball bat and beating him to shit saying I know what you did to me you're never gonna touch me again it's the victim becoming empowered and killing the abuser I thought that spoke to great links of what we needed that was missing from this Nightmare on Elm Street uh, formula and I thought they would have kept that in <clears throat> it would have been a solid film from beginning to end yeah. those two things we'll have him like throughout the entire movie as the monster that he wants them to see and then whenever he comes whenever well, he's he there in. he's finally going to condemn the last child that he's uh, you know he he abused in that preschool he's like he shows his true face <clears throat> yeah and I thought that was great it was like him letting his guard down to kind of take that last bit of satisfaction and like killing the the final girl mm-hmm. and I thought that would have been perfect but mm-hmm. they didn't do it so it was like eh, it was filmed but it was it was a miss but all in all this was a it was fun to revisit it wasn't as great as I thought it'd be, but it looks great. And the music was solid. The sound effects were good. I mean, it had everything going for it, except I think the screenplay was a little a little off tilt. All right. That's buy me, rent. <clears throat> uh, I'd buy this one. You'd buy wow. This? Just, I did buy it. And I got lucky. It was you bought a, it for a dollar. <laughs> yeah, two, $2.50 at a pawn shop. <clears throat> Lucked out. So it's a buy? It, you didn't buy the the original. If it was a $2.50 original sell, I'd, I'd buy it. Coming from the guy that just <laughs> bought a foam Lucille bat. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I'm going to say this movie's fucking garbage. Stay the fuck away. Avoid. Um, I really thought Jackie coming into this fucking thing would be a a step up. Like, and not not saying anything bad about Robert. I was pissed that Robert was. I don't even think he was ass back. This movie proved to me that Robert England is Freddy Krueger. I don't. What are they going to do? Tom Hardy next is Freddy. What the fuck are you going to do? Jackie was the only one that I was like, Um, it's still looming. <laughs> um, no, man. I mean, when they when they said uh, when Jackie, uh, I remember that the tweet or the Facebook post where everybody got outraged was, well, I guess I'm going to be playing another brown hat character. Yeah. And people were like, what? And immediately they caught on that it was Freddy and there was outrage. I thought Jackie could have done this. Rorschach's a great character. I don't care what people say about Watchmen. That movie's fucking awesome. And Jackie. And then fucking uh, Shutter Island. I mean, he had a little role in it and he was fucking awesome. Fucking with your head. (laughs) Like He's a great actor, but I don't necessarily blame him. I blame the script writing to come to find out that the guy who was writing a prequel for Seven that everybody really liked, but they just Seven didn't make a tremendous amount of money. It made good money, but it wasn't sequel worthy. And to find out that that guy came and wrote the script and Samuel Bayer being a fucking great video director music video director Nirvana and all these other things I really thought they would have a formula for this as something new but instead what you get is a bunch of fucking cheap scares uh, terrible CGI um it's not good. No character development, really. I mean, yeah, they do the Freddy Krueger like, oh, did he do it? Did he do it? And, you know, flip flop back and forth. It, it's just not my cup of tea. And but I'm not going to put it. I don't think I'd put it at the worst. Gotcha. I, I, I wouldn't say that. So uh, mm-hmm. avoid maybe rent if you feel up to it. Cool. Ralph. This movie 
I felt as though it had a lot of potential when it first got announced. Like, like you said, Jack, uh, Jackie Earl Haley is an amazing actor. He came in on his prime with this. I really feel as though it was a good actor put in a bad movie. Uh, well, but good actor, bad movie. I felt as though his delivery for the character was really well done. I could have done maybe without the style, like like we said, the the style that he was, the makeup that they gave him. They went too over the top with it to try and make too much more, too much like a burn victim to where it just didn't look believable anymore. Yeah. And my biggest issue that I had with this was this movie was made in the time of jump scares. Because if you think about it, what other movies came out at the same time? What other horror movies came out in 2010? Like Saw. You, you, had, you had The Crazies. You had Let Me In, Insidious, Devil. Mm. I Saw the Devil, The Last Exorcism, mm. Frozen, Saw 7. Mm. <laughs> Paranormal Activity 2. Like, you had a bunch of movies. They let that, the right one in was fucking amazing, so. Yeah, but you still, this was during the years of where it wasn't so much of like, trying to creep you out or trying to actually scare you. It was more so, let me make a cheap scare just to make you feel as though, oh, this movie was fucking scary. No, that was a fucking door. Yeah. You know, like it's, what the fuck, you know? And I felt as though this could have been so much better, but it really just kind of, it really killed the remakes in all honesty. Because we never, we're, no one has talked about doing another Nightmare on Elm Street. No one's talked about doing another Friday the 13th. There hasn't been any word for another thing if they ever do it, decide to do another thing. In all honesty, Texas Chainsaw is really the only one that's still going. True. All the other classic horror movies don't really have anything going on for them. We just had the remake, or not the remake, we just had The Mummy come up, which fucking tanked. Yeah, yeah but man, I, that's another story. Yeah, that's definitely another story, but it's like... There was so much that could have been done, but it's just that potential was not fully seized. This, there was so many misfortunes. This stopped uh, Platinum Dunes dead. Uh, this this really didn't go as, you know, like I think Platinum Dunes was riding the cusp of being like kind of what Bloomhouse did. Yeah. But yeah, this stopped them dead in the fucking tracks. Yeah, Nightmare killed it for yeah. all the others. Because, I mean, as we get into things like Poltergeist and stuff and Fright Night, I mean, nobody, everybody always says, Dude. why do we do remakes? It's because you have an established uh, fan base already. So it's like, let's remake it. We'll get that fan base to come in. We'll make money off of them. If it's half as half as good, we might make some fucking profit. Yeah. And that's the weird thing is, uh, you know, Rings did terrible. So they canceled Friday the 13th. Which is horrible. Yep. What the fuck? Friday 13th has a loyal following. I mean, look, this to put it in perspective of how far off Friday 13th fell with the remake is it made $100 million within its first like five days. The drop off from week one to week two was 66% drop off. And that's something you hate to see. I don't care. It's a $14 million movie that made a hundred fucking million. You're not making money on that. Give me a fucking break. So you should yeah. be happy. You should be happy. Yeah. Dude, these films are making 20, 22, maybe $30 million off a million dollar budget. Yeah. You're making more than that nowadays, and yet they're still, oh, God, we don't know. Oh, and that's why. Dude, oh, there is a loyal fan base for yeah. the icons of horror. And that's why yep. horror is what it is. That's I mean, why. look, the drop off for Freddy on Nightmare on Elm Street 2 was like record setting. I mean, it dropped off like 80% and still made over $100 million off a, what, $18 million budget? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something like that. $18 million. So if you're not making money with that type of return, 
You're Lower your motherfucking paychecks because you're spending too much fucking money on everything else. I, hey, if that's what fucking almost ten times the amount, you know, roughly eight point seven. Yeah, times the amount that you put into it. Yeah. If I made eight times, imagine if I sold my house and made eight times what I paid for. It. Hmm. When I feel guess bad, guess what? Hookers blow <laughs> Vegas. Would I? Would I? Would saying. I buy another house and do it again? Hmm. I think I right, I would be churning these out. If I had fucking ten million dollars, I even told my wife this. Like, if I won the lottery, go ahead, go ahead, turn it up, turn it up. If I had ten million motherfucking dollars, and I'm like won the lottery, I'd have made immediately invested in one of these horror movies, and I would greenlight and push the fucking thing myself. Yep, because I know the returns there. Hollywood money is it's how they get their tax. That's how those motherfuckers have fucking $30 million houses when they only get paid about a million dollar a year. Oh, of course. It's you like, know. yeah, it's like the White House spending like $20,000 in a hammer, you know? Yeah, it's 30000 like- on a toilet. <laughs> exactly. Give me a fucking break. All right, so in the circumference full circle thing, would you be okay with another stab at the Kruger? 100%. I Look, I final thoughts, I, we already did them, but I forgot to mention this. I don't think they've got the dreamscape right. I don't think they, you know, whenever they fall asleep, they're always in a school, always in a boiler room. Blah, blah, blah. I want to see some like mesmerizing Dracula type shit dreamscapes. Yeah. I but, don't think they've, I don't think any film has hit it. Part five coming the closest. You know, I, I think, but do you think, got close. do you think Kruger is where we stay at? It's kind of like what we always talk about. With like, do we, he's do, greenlit. Do we think that Kruger is where we need to be? Like, do you think Halloween well, Halloween's getting made. Halloween's always got to be Michael Myers. Yeah. Friday 13th's always got to be Jason. Mm-hmm. Nightmare's always going to be tied to Freddy Krueger and that child killer. I think they need to seriously look at who to put in. If not, ask Robert back. I know he's getting old, but he would do it in a heartbeat. You know, I was thinking Matt Reeves, because we just talked about uh, Let the Right One In. Yeah. And we talk about, you know, Planet of the Apes and stuff like that, the rise of Planet of the Apes, you know, all the James Franco, all these new ones coming out. Matt Reeves has always been kind of like the one that's kind of like hung on and did, you know, these films. I'd like to see, it'd be a stretch, but I'd like to see Andy Serkis and Matt Reeves. I was about to say Andy Serkis. <laughs> I, I would love to see Andy Serkis and Matt Reeves, like, attack Nightmare on Elm Street, because mm. I just feel like that magic. Well, what? As Freddy? Yeah. What? Who's As Freddy? Uh, Matt Reeves directing and Andy Serkis being another CG be, character? Maybe not CG. Maybe they just let him flesh something out yeah. that's just pure character work. Because, I mean, you can't call what his mocap is CG. That's that's Andy Serkis doing. Yeah. The only, the only CG is the character that they end up creating yeah. based over on his him. motion. Yeah. Which is but his, what they're running into. We ain't got $100 million. You know what I mean? That's... Play but of the age but I, I think I think he could find a guttural fucking terror demon in him that could yeah. encompass what I think Freddy Krueger could be. I'll one up you. Who? Matthew Lillard. Zoinks, dude! It's gonna be a screen, baby! <laughs> oh, damn he it. needs to work. Why not? <laughs> yeah. Get away from that fucking shaggy here. Uh, no, I don't know who the fuck could play Freddy. Um... But you'd welcome the I, opportunity, though. Yeah, I would. And I, I just don't do CGI on his fucking face. In fact, why don't you make him dark? Shadow figure kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like, you don't really ever... You see glimpse. Dare like, we say of, we call him the shadow? 
the shadow knows. Mm. Reinhardt Lane. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> You're pathetic. <laughs> what are you, yellow? <laughs> Dude. Chicken. Coward. <laughs> no, I was... Ah, uh, fuck. I don't know. Uh, I'd have to... I'd, I couldn't be put on the spot. I'd actually have to think about it. But then, then again, I really don't give a fuck about Freddy Krueger. I... Look, uh... They, like I said, I don't think they've found the full potential of this movie. They keep going to classrooms. They keep going to boiler rooms. I don't dream of classrooms. And I certainly don't dream about fucking boiler rooms. Yeah, you're in them all goddamn day. Yeah, I mean, what the fuck? If anything, I should dream about boiler rooms because I'm in them all the fucking time. Yeah, I think if he was attacking something that was familiar... It would it would fucking be fun. Yeah, I mean it's always and it, the and same we, shit. And when you do have your fantasy dreams and stuff, and you are doing like some weird, you know, the wizard stuff, or you're you know in the comic book land, that's where you have fun. I but, think the only one that got close to it was New Nightmare, where they went to his lair, you know, the old ancient Rome like type room. Yeah. Like that's like, oh, okay, I've never been there. Like this is something that I probably would dream. Yeah, or like fucking being on Mars or something. Something. I mean, I dream. I dream a lot about old spooky houses, but they've got that base covered. I'd yeah. go Joker-esque and do like carnivals. Right? Something fun. But like then, fun they're, then they're going to throw a bunch of fucking lame lines into it. And they just, I don't know how to correct it. I just know what's working and what's not. And what they've been doing hasn't been working for me. What if you went full on? Quit get, making him handy young well, what if, He doesn't need the one line. What if he does no more talking? Yeah. Freddy, what if he's just a shadow demon and we play, we get the guy from fucking Mama just to make this no fucking fuck. this, this shadowy <laughs> horrific fucking demon? Oh, yeah. just see that silhouette. That'd be like awesome. you get, get that same shot where he's kind of you see the spotlight okay. and then you just see the silhouette and him just kind of yeah. You that's see the who, that's oh. who could play Freddy is uh, uh, the dude who played Silver Surfer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. the guy, the, yeah, the Hellboy dude. Yeah, that dude could play him. Gotcha. I guarantee it. Because he's tall, he's lanky. They sapien guy Jones. J- Jones. Uh, God, I forgot his name. Fuck. Stephen Jones. Something. Davy Jones. Davy Jones. <laughs> I mean, really and, so in in contrast, uh, this is the second highest money making horror franchise. Really? Yeah. First, I know. The, I know the first ones. Fucking Saul. No, the first ones. Uh, Friday Thirteenth. No, first one's Saul. Saul's like billion. I don't think anything. Old school slashers like gotten close. Oh, Doug sauce. Jones, yeah, Doug Jones. Doug Jones. It says, according to series, the series is topped by Friday Thirteenth at six hundred and seventy-one million. Nightmare on Elm Street's at five hundred and eighty-three million. Then Hannibal Lecter at five hundred and seventy-nine million. Then Halloween at five hundred and forty-seven. And then Saw at four hundred and four million. Oh wow! Holy yeah. shit! So, but then again, you got to think of it. Jason's had all twelve films. Yeah, and Freddy's only had eight. eight. Gotcha. Hannibal Lecter, you know, he's had four. Anyways, um, <laughs> I would like to see them do something different with him, man. It's a, how many fucking people have been killed in the classroom? How many people have been killed in the boiler room? How many people have been killed in the house? It's the same three fucking locations over and over and over and over. And it's just like, it's stale, man. It got stale after the, oh, really, the first one for me. So, But the only thing I can give props to the Nightmare series that Friday and Nightmare really don't have I mean I'm sorry Friday and uh, Halloween don't have it's like there's a cohesiveness to all of them yeah I think Friday has more of one I'm saying like I think well no people come to the camp Jason kills them that's yeah 
But like nightmare. It gets weird like towards the end ones where it's like, oh, he transfers bodies and oh, there's this lore. And for, for me, it was like, yeah, because I mean, two is like the only kind of departure. And then right when after that, it's like everything kind of stays in line. Um, why don't we do this? Why don't we do like we did Friday? Uh, let's rate the nightmares from top to bottom. Oh, top to bottom. Shit. So I've got the list pulled up. Ralph, do you got a list pulled up? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, number one. Sprung this on me. Number one for me is definitely New Nightmare. I fucking love that one. Uh, second would be part two, Freddy's Revenge. Gotcha. And then I would probably go uh, Dream Warriors. And then Freddy's Dead. Uh, scratch that. Freddy vs. Jason. Then Freddy's Dead. Then the original. Oh, God. Uh, I'd probably put this above four and five. Then the remake, four and five. So gotcha. hopefully someone wrote that down. I don't fucking know. I don't know if I can repeat it. <laughs> remind me. There's something around there. But, um, you know, like I said before, I, I like Friday 13th more than Nightmare, and I like Halloween more than Friday. So this is, I honestly like Texas Chainsaw Massacre more than the, Yeah. I, I can agree with that. Yeah, I can get behind you. Yeah, on that. I prefer Texas over this. I, I like, Texas. Texas is up there with me on uh, Friday. I would have to fucking put like even Saw damn near above Freddy Krueger. Yeah, I, me too. I think so because like I don't really I don't run to watch Nightmare again. I mean, yeah, me neither. I mean, I I defended the originals forever. Oh, how the fuck can you do a remake? Blah blah blah. I ain't seen those films in like 10, 15 years at that time. So I was like. When we had to rewatch it for this podcast, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you something. This has been the longest, hardest series to finish. It killed the co-host. Yep. <laughs> like, it was hard. It's taken like well, almost two months. Three. Yeah. God I mean, we, we were like, oh, we've got to do another nightmare. Eh, let's do Friday 13th the game. All right. Now we got to do another. Yeah, let's do something. Like, we purposely did that. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, let's do a uh, combination of schedule, uh, scheduling and lack of want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're really looking forward to getting past this. At least with Friday, we were just kind of like, oh, we, we, we'll do another one. Let's go. Yeah. We'll do it. Yeah, Friday, we banged out like, fuck, well, yeah. a week and a half. Because it was so fun. I mean, we had our little fucking areas where we were like, ah, oh, shit, we got to talk about this one. But yeah, yeah, most, you know, we had fun. Like, dude, we scurried through this remake. I think we talked about it for five minutes. The rest was Pringle cans and moans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's still going. <laughs> All he does is literally just turn up the volume and turn it back off. I know. The disturbing thing is that he hasn't hit off. On the button. <laughs> yeah, it's just knowing it's there, it's just comfort. <laughs> so yeah, when I, when I jumped in mine, it's going to be Dream uh, Dream Warriors, uh, Dream Child, a new nightmare, uh, probably the remake. Then I'll go to part two, and then obviously whatever the fuck's left. <laughs> Freddy vs. Jason. Uh, Freddy vs. Jason is good, I guess. I, I I think it's probably one of the better ones. Oh, if we're throwing Freddy vs. You didn't read it in there. In there. Well, Freddy would be like Freddy vs. Jason probably number one then. That's the only one I'd really like to watch, especially because, man, that one chick is beautiful. Mm-hmm. The the one that the guy's being all a dick to, like, he's like, go get me a, go get me some beer. Oh, yeah. She's fucking, I don't know. She's Do you think she's the hot the one? one? The one that got killed by Weird. the by the fucking pole through the chest? Yeah. And Freddy going, she's mine! <laughs> mine! I always thought the hottest chick in that movie was Kelly Rowland. Yeah. 
<laughs> right. Right. What was the cheat? Uh, the, I mean, the gym teacher from part two. What was the main Kelly chick? Rowland. The main chick was like a poor man's uh, Brittany Murphy, you know? Yeah. Like, she was. What's her name? You remember her name? Oh, Key, Monica. Key. Key. Monica Keen. There you go. God damn. I'll give you a dollar if you can tell me what she's been in, like the last thing she's been in. Jason. <laughs> <laughs> one dollar. One whole dollar. One, think, think one about that. whole dollar. Hey, what you do with a dollar? All right, Ralph, your rating uh, of the series. I'm not going to lie. Play something else. <laughs> Give me a different sound effects for God's sake. All right, here we go. For Ralph. Mm, and backwards. Start into it, Ralph. A little Start into Charles Bernstein. All right, let's get into this. Are we doing it from best to worst or worst to best? Let's go You're worst to best. Oh, worst to best? Yeah, let's go Fuck. worst to best. Right, you did it backwards, it, didn't you? I've had it. From, well, in all honesty, the worst one for me really was Freddy's Dead. I did not like that one at all. Oh, come on. Oh, I did come not. Come on. No. Fuck that movie. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> it with the Pringles can. But now it'd have to be like from worst to best. Uh, Freddy's Dead, Dream Master, Freddy's Revenge, Dream Child. Then it'd be the first one, Dream Warriors. Uh, well, no. Probably the remake, the remake before Dream Warriors. He's having to do and it backwards. Yeah, I'm having to do it all backwards now. New Nightmare, then Freddy vs. Jason. So Freddy vs. Jason is Ralph's worst. <laughs> What's funny is like I, for a second there, if you just like kind of phase out, you think he's talking about like some kind of fantasy novel series. I like the Dream Master, Dream Child. I like the Freddy's. Well, Dead. I didn't want to be like one, two, three, four. I like the new Nightmares, Freddy's back. It's like what the fuck are they watching? God damn! I hate those Five Nights at Freddy games. <laughs> but yeah, no, Freddy vs. Jason. Nightmare or New Nightmare, those were like my top two favorites. Wait a minute. <laughs> no, that was a nice touch. Keep the music. Oh, gotcha, guy. Yeah. God damn you, Continue. Oh, sorry. Uh, I don't know what the fuck I was saying. I'll I was talking about the, the fantasy novel shit. And then after that, we just, you know, I don't know what else we talk about. To end this fucking hell. There's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, it's been real. It's been fun. We're trying some new things upcoming. Jeff, would you like to explain this? Oh, we're going to do more stuff. current stuff. Uh, with, we're, as we're getting closer to October, we're going to get some great horror releases hitting the theaters. We hope to be on the ball of presenting new episodes. Maybe uh, the Annabelle, the long-awaited fucking uh, remake of the uh, Stephen King's It. Yes. Uh, we have Dark Tower in the theaters right now. We have so many great titles coming out. Uh, Darren Aronofsky announced his great horror film with Jennifer Lawrence called mother we'd love to cover these things and share them with y'all and talk about them at great pringle links <laughs> um but yeah we look forward to you know getting on the ball and uh throwing some uh, fun stuff at y'all yeah we're gonna try to do uh some more theatrical release and bring it to you that week um so there will be spoilers as you know us oh yeah there'll be uh you know, we're updating. We're, 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 yeah. we're going we're going bigger, bro. We're going Mountain Dew bottles. <laughs> <laughs> I fit better in those. As always, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Stitcher Radio app. We're also on YouTube. We got uh, new things coming. And, you know, we hope to keep hitting you over the head with great, fun stuff for y'all to sit back and enjoy. So keep in mind, Stephen King's it coming up. 
And then October's going to be. Oh, man. We have a fun <laughs> surprise. Fun. It's a surprise. <laughs> well, yeah. I've never been one good at keeping secrets. <laughs> it's going to be a fun, <laughs> fun, fun ride. All right. So um, thank you all for tuning in to this long, 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 long Nightmare on Elm Street series coverage that we uh, were so happy to do. We're done. <laughs> but done. <laughs> from all of you. We're out. From all of us to all of you. Turn that fucking music off. Good for you. We <laughs> this is Jeff. This is Nathan. And this is Ralph. And good for you. Oh, Aaron's not with us anymore. Oh, shit. <laughs> Where is he? Aaron's <laughs> dead. <laughs> Keep it scary, folks. Thank you for listening to Deep in the Horror of Texas. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. If you like what you hear, please leave a review on the iTunes or Stitcher radio app. And above all, remember to keep it scary. To keep it scary. There's some truth to that. See, I'm here in the aftermath. If dreams are disaster tonight, I am here after the fact. I'm here in a nightmare. I know that you do not care. But I think you should know because you will be so scared to realize what goes down when you rise with Closed Can somehow be transposed into the world of the waking The chances you're taking, choices you're making It's in your dreams and in your hearts against get to breaking and it's shaking up Freddy Krueger on my back It seems that there is no chance I'll be waking up Soon enough, down again Where my friends, where's everybody that I know But this is all I have And so asleep is why my eyes are closed This is where I have to go All I hear is them calling out and all I hear is them calling now Sixes stars may break my balls But words will never hurt me They're trying to pull me under But this shit just isn't working Soon as I close my eyes That's all I hear So it feels like I'm awake in a nightmare Sixes stars may break my balls But words will never hurt me They're trying to pull me under But this shit just isn't working Soon as I close my eyes That's all I hear So it seems like I'm awake in a nightmare Just promise one thing Kiss my eyes and lay me to sleep It's always seems that I be drowning in my sleep again Desolate landscape seems to be some testament To my intentions or the lack thereof I know I'm calling out but I just cannot wake up So I'm sinking with Freddy Krueger is dragging me down In the silence of death and all I hear is the sound He and the demons all confined inside my head rebelling Used to the whispers now that breaking free I hear them yelling Screaming. I haven't even got you yet. <laughs>